Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Drive Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Actions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Tomorrow, police evidence auction featuring comic books, collectibles, iPhones, Samsung Galaxy phones, gym equipment, electronics, and more. The bidding is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, Sasquatch and Wildcard Casinos, they always have great promotions. And right now, the weekend of January 5th, You'll either get a Kawasaki side-by-side with snow tracks or a little over $22,000 in cash. Head on up there, see how you can win. Check out their sports book. Great menu, really loose slots. Sasquatch and Wildcard, a family-owned casino that treats you like family. By the way, they cannot say they have loose slots. Yeah, but, but we know better. It, well, well, no, it's, it's against yeah, like uh-huh. FCC. You, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. The gaming commission would be all over them if they said it. Well, I know the slots are loose. Uh, and I do too. Mm-hmm. I can say it. Come after me, gaming commission. Yeah. You're come after me. You're a big target. Not really. No. I'm a moving target, not a big yes, target. Yes, you are a moving target. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. Okay, so uh Javante Williams met the media yesterday and I think everybody kind of chuckled on the call. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? You a were, little bit, yeah. Okay. A little bit, so, right. So he was asked to forecast the Broncos' odds of making the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know who asked that question, but whoever asked that question, well, I don't I don't want to call it a gotcha question. Did you ask it? No, it's not a gotcha, but Javante has been pretty verbal about their playoff chances, and he talks about... He's excited. Yeah, he is. He yeah. is excited. Right. And he said with a laugh, I really can't speak too much on it. Coach Payton told me <laughs> I talk the playoffs too much, so I've got to chill. This is a head coach who I don't think is coming down on his guy, but he's saying rightfully so. Let's keep this in perspective. It is one game at a time. If you look too far ahead, you will ignore what's in front of you. Totally. And that is that's exactly right. And that's the tact that Sean Payton has taken. You can get Sean every now and then you can get him to kind of uh, to weigh in on a, on a futures question, but very rarely he doesn't bite. He talks about, you know, and it, it all, it all comes, well, what he talks about is control the things that you can control. And I know it sounds silly, 
But when you start getting into a situation like this where everyone in Broncos country is excited about the possibilities and are sitting there thinking, God, we could go to the playoffs after starting one and five or more than that, what are they saying? They're saying, yes, this is working the way that we expected it to work. Now, here we come. And maybe it's going to be a little sooner than even we thought especially with the way that the season started. Well, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. And I think that that's Sean Payton's message. It's been very consistent. And I think that he wants to have the message being uh, carried by everybody on this football team. With that, Kareem Jackson met with Roger Goodell. And Goodell said to him, it's really up to the defensive players to protect the offensive players. which. It sounds like Roger Goodell's never played football before, even though he is the commissioner of the sport. I understand where they are now taking injuries seriously, yeah. unlike 20 years ago when they said, oh, there is no correlation between concussions and playing football. <laughs> well, right. Right? Yeah. I mean, everybody was in on that one. I'd like to see the transcript of the conversation between the two. I'd, I'd like to know the whole the, the, the context in which that remark was made. Well, we don't have the transcript of that conversation, right. but we certainly don't need the transcript for what Kareem had to say about that conversation. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I mean, I got to still play the game. You know, um, I'm going to go out and I'll play the game as, you know, as I have, you know, since 2010. You know, for me, um, I guess lowering my, my, my target even more than I have. Um, as far as trying to protect the guy on the other side, it's impossible. I have no clue as to how I'm supposed to do that. It's, it's, it's impossible. Well, by lowering your target. You don't have to protect the player. Right. You just can't hit him in the grill. Yeah. How's that? Can't, you, you can't hit him in the neck and the, and the, and the face area. You just, you just, neck and head is technically the designation. Um, so he kind of said it in, in his very own answer, keep getting keep getting down the torso and um, because if you make plays the way that you have made them consistently this season and I'm on your side, I mean, you know, I I like Kareem Jackson on so many different levels, his accountability, his leadership, um, the the fact that he is a, a grizzled veteran that has played this many years and always been relevant, still has game. There's a lot to be, for him to be admired for, but learn the lesson. Change is not easy for anyone at really any age. But here's another analogy for you. It's kind of like a business owner who runs his own books. And every year he keeps getting in trouble with the IRS. And the way the guy runs his books is he uses a yellow legal pad. And every time he goes to court, he says, I do the books the best that I can. And I know I'm in trouble every year, but I'm doing the best that I can. Okay. I've got my yellow legal pad right here. And the judge says to the business owner, I seem to see you in my courtroom every single year. You are a familiar face to me. And we keep having the same problems. Have you ever heard of QuickBooks where they can actually do it for you? (laughs) And the business owner says, 
I don't want to learn QuickBooks. I'm not a technical guy. And the judge says, well, your numbers are going to be pretty much spot on if you use QuickBooks and you'll never see me again. And the guy says, I don't feel comfortable doing it because it's the way I've always done it. Yeah. Well, well some- guess what? That judge is Roger Goodell. Yeah. And that defendant who's running that business is Kareem Jackson. And and the argument would be for the apologist in, in this situation would be, well, look at the other guys that do it around the league. Oh, no, no. The, that That's one? Yeah, that's yeah. one. Well, look, Brady Lutt would never be able to play in today's game. Well, no, and neither, would, diff- John, neither diff- would John Lynch. Different era. You know what? It's a different era. Different era. And I'd be willing to bet most of those guys would find a way to adjust. I would probably, too. Yeah. I mean, and Kareem can adjust. Kareem's not stupid. He chooses not to. Yes. When you use the absolute, when you use the word that is an absolute, impossible, you've already told me you have zero interest in changing. Impossible is an absolute word. It's definitive. I cannot. Generally speaking, I don't like to work with people in in either of the businesses I run that use the word can't. Don't tell me what you can't do. Tell me what you can do. And that's how I would approach Kareem Jackson if I was talking to him. Don't tell me what you can't do. Tell me and show me what you can do. Change is not easy. But the rules in the NFL say you have to change or you will not be playing. He can help this football team. Yes. That's all I'll say about the issue. He can help if he chooses to do it. This football team win and get into the postseason for the first time in eight years. It's up to him. I got a question for you. Is it fair to say that, at least over the last couple of games, I'm not suggesting it hasn't been before, but really over the last couple of games, I have looked at Alex Singleton out there as a heat-seeking missile. Ungodly. Where are the penalties on him? Well, he had one big one in Houston that unfortunately... No, that that was... Yeah, I, that wasn't. We're a, not talking about leaving your feet at, at an illegal hit. We're talking about. We're talk. He is a hard hitter. He is aggressive. Yet he never gets flagged for any of that stuff. It is possible. You just choose not to because the word "can't" is in your vocabulary. Well, how many guys in uh, in the rest of one of the most aggressive defenses in the NFL, the Broncos? How many guys are getting flagged for these things? You're telling me there's not aggressive tacklers on this football team? They're really aggressive. Damn right they are. Right. And it, and we st- and they don't seem to be getting flagged for things yet, like this. Yet people believe the NFL doesn't like Sean Payton because of the whole bounty gate thing and the things that Sean Payton said. I don't notice the, the referees uh, targeting, excuse the pun, the Broncos defense. No. They're just looking at the same guy who keeps doing the same things over and over again. My favorite phrase, or one of my favorite phrases, is this. If you always do what you've always done, then you'll always get what you've always gotten. Got it, Kareem? Love Kareem as a person. He's great in the locker room, totally accessible. But that's my advice for a guy who's young enough to be my son. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. If you throw in the word impossible, if you act like I can't instead of I can, you're going to deal with the same consequences. Period. Can Kareem Jackson help this team win by being off the field? You can make the case he might help this team better if he's not playing. Mm. Because 
we have seen him make plays that have nearly cost games. Yes. Well, and you're one right. play did in Washington. Yep. Against Washington. Certainly was a factor, no question about it. But I'll take my chances with Kareem being a guy that can make plays and can help you win football games by being a good by being in the right place at the right time. But are you concerned that he makes one of those decisions? Yes, I think in, that, in a in yes, a levered situation. You hold your breath. Where suddenly it's fifteen more yards. Yeah, it's a it's a shoe drop moment. You're right. You, it, you worry about. I'll tell it. you this: if you got a player on your team and you have to hold your breath because you're afraid something bad is going to happen, yeah. I can tell you right now, you don't want him on the field in the playoffs, do you? Especially when you have PJ Locke. Do you? No, not not at this point. That die has already been cast. PJ Locke is is the guy moving forward. Coming up after the break, the Buffs have brought in six offensive linemen. We know one of them, or we believe one of them, is getting paid. Guys are going to have to get paid in college football. So where's the money going to come from? George Solich isn't opening his pocketbooks anymore. Okay, he's pretty much out. You have big donors, I suppose, that can give some money. But where does the lion's share of the money need to come from and can come from? According to the CEO of Visit Boulder, how about the local businesses? Sounds crazy, right? We'll explain next. Everybody's disapproval should have worshipped her sooner. If the heavens ever did speak, she's the last true mouthpiece. Every Sunday's getting more bleak. Fresh poison each week. We were born sick. Morning drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at MileHighSports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Tomorrow, police evidence auction, a lot of cool stuff. Comic books, collectibles, iPhones, Samsung, Galaxy phones, gym equipment, electronics, and more. The bidding has started at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications, but upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you're looking to have a great time with the guys, looking to have a great time with the family, looking to have a great time for your kids, highly recommend Bounce Empire in Lafayette. 50,000 square foot indoor inflatable amusement park for kids, adults, and families. I have been through there. I have gone through the world's largest inflatable indoor obstacle course. How did you do on it? I made it. (laughs) Did you need oxygen halfway through? A little bit. Yeah. But it is awesome and it is cool. It It is cool. It's cool enough where a bunch of the buffs go there. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not going to start naming names, but these are notable names that do go there and have been there quite a bit. Hmm. They think it's totally cool. And these are young men. It's not just a bunch of kids. Now, if the indoor inflatable amusement park isn't your thing as an adult, upstairs, they have a sports theater with a 10-foot projector, theater-style seating, outstanding food. 
Their chef was trained by a pair of Michelin star chefs. They have an adults-only VIP bar and lounge with $30,000 massage chairs. You can watch games there as well. They have a great outdoor deck. This place really has something for everyone. There are a lot of places out there like this, Mm -hmm. but nothing like this. Nothing like Bounce Empire. Go check this place out. Guys night, family night, date night, birthday party. Bounce Empire has it all. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Bounce Empire in Lafayette, a 50,000-square-foot indoor amusement park for adults, kids, and families reimagined. Charlene Hoffman, the CEO of Visit Boulder, said Deion Sanders and the Buffs football team generated $113 million for the town of Boulder over six college football weekends. That is staggering. Remarkable. Which makes me think, if the businesses there are making that much money, And they want to continue to make that much money. I know the NIL Collective is asking for donors and fans to chip in. I think the businesses need to chip in the lion's share if they want those profits to keep rolling in. If I'm a business owner and can have direct proof that my business is being affected in a positive way or is spiking, well, that's what, a P&L, that's what a P&L right. is. Yeah. You, you know, right. you know you're making a lot of money right. those weekends. So, I mean, if I know that and it's beneficial, and then, of course, it, 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 it boils down to, you know, level of willingness to, to give back, to, you know, to spend money, to earn money, that types of things. Every, every businessman or woman is probably different in that regard. But it seems to me to be a pretty good investment. I understand this is a Pollyannish Nirvana style way of of doing it because I don't think people will. But you get if you can get all those business owners in a room. Mm. Not everybody has to give the same amount. But what is your business spiked those weekends compared to your total revenue that you usually have? And you take a percentage from each business. There, there's a hotel down there, and I can't remember the name of it. It's a big one. It's owned by Marriott. It's one of the big ones downtown. I believe it's off of Pearl Street. It's a big hotel there. Millennium? You, yeah, that sounds about right, but there are lots of them. It might be that. Okay, The Millennium, Marriott, should be chipping in some money because they are sold out those weekends. It doesn't have to be everybody writes the same check for $50,000. It depends on your profit margin, how much you generally make, and then right. you... But of course. how are you going to get all these business owners in the same well, room? That's, that's, I mean, the Chamber of Commerce is not going to be able to organize this type of party uh, with, uh, you know, past hors d'oeuvres and, uh, you know, watered-down cocktails. That becomes probably the responsibility of whoever is basically heading up the collective and is is getting the tough yards, putting their heads down and getting tough yards and tough money for the collective. I mean... That's, that's how this whole thing is going to work moving forward. There is no other path than a having a robust collective that allows Deion Sanders to recruit competitively at the highest level of college football. That's it. That's Unless something changes right now in the way that business is being run in college football, that, that's, that's where you are. And if you're being left behind in NIL, you're not being competitive, period. I've told this story before, but it was a long time ago. 
how the Chicago Cubs were built in terms of selling out Wrigley Field consistently. I grew up in Chicago. I grew up a Cubs fan. I remember in the 1970s, guys would, Dave Kingman would hit the ball out of the ballpark, and you would see the bleachers half empty. Yeah. Okay? But, and they didn't have a lot of winning seasons. I can tell you the winning seasons for, for the Cubs. Yeah. 1984 was a winning season. 1989 was a winning season. They didn't have many winning seasons in, you know, 19 in the 1990s. I think 1998, yada, yada, yada. But they were always packed. And the reason why they were always packed is John McDonough, the director of marketing, who then went on to become the president of the Chicago Blackhawks, told me as I was sitting in his office, like, how were you able to pack Wrigley Field with crappy baseball teams? And he said, we didn't use our marketing budget on marketing the team. We used our marketing budget to build up the community around us, to build up what is now known as Wrigleyville. It's called it's called Lakewood, not Lakewood, Lake Lakeview. It's called Lakeview, but because that's where Wrigleyville is. Yeah. But people refer to Wrigleyville not as Lakeview, but oh, as as Wrigleyville. Wrigleyville. Yeah. So so they built up the entire community around. And it's it. fantastic. Kind of like what we have with Coors Field mm-hmm. in Lodo. Yep. With that. The businesses took off because more people started going to the ballpark, and it was a win-win. And I think that's what needs to happen in Boulder. Team Colorado Buffaloes needs to be Team Boulder. Everybody needs to work together, and if they do work together, everyone will benefit. But if you have these business owners who want to pocket that money, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe give uh, 25 cents an hour more to their employees, which is a nothing burger, then spend that money to make sure that all those games are sold out. And how do you do that? You bring in the players and you're going to have to buy those players. It's called it like it is. Yeah. No question about it. That, yeah. That is a, that is an undeniable force now. In college football. It is the driving force in college football. The Chicago Cubs invested in the community. That's why Wrigley Field is sold out. In this case, the community needs to invest in the football program by buying players so they continue to reap the profits of, I don't know, $113 million. It's not that complicated, but how greedy are these business owners? Well, that's a great question. And of course the key is, and this is the key, you've got to have a ticket that people still want to buy. And that means you've got to have a football team that people want to support. And four and eight. It's it's year one. Is year one. It's year one. Now, now, now we see, now it's rubber meeting the road, right? Right. Competitively. You've got to be. It has to be a competitive program in year two. If it's a competitive program and it does really well, I don't know what the ticket sales are like for this upcoming season. I don't even think tickets have gone on sale I yet. I don't think they have. But I would imagine that they'll do well. If they sell out those games, yeah. those businesses are going to reap the rewards two years in a row. Yeah. Time to give back. If you want this to continue, because you're sure as hell not going to get this type of windfall of cash, with a Carl Durrell or a John Embry. Mm. Coming up after the break, we always knew that Kyle Shanahan is a fantastic offensive mind. He's arguably the head coach of the best team in football. We know how great he is with X's and O's. But when it comes to the mental game, he just put himself at the top of the list 
on how to get his players to perform. Unbelievable story, and that's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auction's Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Tomorrow, there's a police evidence auction featuring comic books, collectibles, iPhones, Samsung Galaxy phones, gym equipment, and electronics. It's a lot of great stuff. That could be a gift for you this Christmas. It could be a gift for somebody else this Christmas. Or, because it's Hanukkah right now, it could be a gift for me. The auction is open right now. Bidding is started at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. I could actually use... Um, some electronics, Bruce. and it, What kind of electronics are you interested in at this point? Getting a gift from you would be the first, so surprise me. Uh, tonight is the sixth night of Hanukkah, so I'll take whatever you want. Mm. Send me the receipt, letting me know. Well, listen, it's going to be Hanukkah. So the auction is tomorrow. So get me something, and then I'll have it for the eighth night of Christmas. Fantastic. Of uh, Hanukkah, I should say. I like it. Okay. It's good deal. The gift that keeps giving. Time now, time now for uh, what's trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rollerauction.com slash MHS, and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Before the 49ers played the Seahawks on Sunday, Kyle Shanahan showed multiple clips of DK Metcalf losing his cool and acting up during a meeting. Shanahan said the clips featured, quote, past fits of rage, and then said, we're going to get 14 to lose his mind. Then Shanahan added, Christmas present for whoever gets him mad. Metcalf was ejected from the game with about two minutes to go. The game was already in hand, and this happened when Metcalf got into it with Fred Warner. Who on the Broncos, Avalanche, and Nuggets do you think could get goaded and get thrown out of a game? Get an opposing player thrown out of the game? No. Who who could you goad into an altercation on the Broncos, Avalanche, and Nuggets oh. to get them thrown oh, out of okay. a game? Okay, all right. Okay, and I'm I'm taking the Rockies out of it because in baseball that's yeah, pretty it, tough to do unless you yeah. throw at a guy's head. Yeah. Uh, let's see. For the Broncos, I got an easy one for the Nuggets. 
Jokic. He has shown at times too much emotion. He's better about it than he used to be, but yes, I would agree. He's still prone to it. If you start beating him up Mm -hmm. and throwing bodies at him and calls aren't being made, he will get upset. Mm -hmm. Listen, at the end of the day, we know LeBron James whines to the refs all the time. Unless you are watching the game with uh, glasses on where you can't see through the lenses, Jokic complains to the refs all the time. Now, you can make the case, he's a two-time MVP, he's a champ, he should be getting these calls, but Jokic barks at the refs a lot more than people think. Yeah, and he should. He deserves more from refs. But, but anyway, but that's that's, a, that's a, an argument for another day. But that's the type of guy you can get under his skin. You're, yes, you can. So I he'd agree. be my pick for the Nuggets. I'm not sure for the Broncos. I mean, really? I mean, I was surprised that Alex Singleton popped back to on, on Stroud. Yeah, he's not that guy. He's not that guy. Nope. I was really surprised that he kind of got pulled into that. I'll give you the guy for the Broncos. All right, go. Garrett Bowles. <laughs> hmm. Garrett Bowles, he's a feisty guy. He is. He is feisty. When you look at his history, knocked down a lot, look at where he's at right now, does mm-hmm. great things in the community, having a great year, but he's a guy where you could get under his skin. Hmm. Especially when you look at the rest of the roster. There aren't a lot of guys on the Broncos roster you can really get under their skin. Not really. Bowles is the type of guy that would get angry if you do something to him and he would pop off. It's not even a or, knock. Or to someone that he cares about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got his guys' backs. He, I will say that about him. He has, he has a nurturing, protective yes. gene in him. Well that put. you mess with my guy, you are messing with me. Well put. All right. Avalanche. Only one guy I can think of. And I and I don't mean this as a dig at all, because with the way this guy plays, he is so intense that if you start taking shots at him, he will fight you. And he's arguably the best player on the team. And that is Nathan, Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah. McKinnon is the is the he, when he runs hot, he runs bonfire hot. He may be the most, he may be the single hottest competitor in this market. And that, and there's a lot of dudes that are competitive, but McKinnon is, all you got to do is go watch a practice. I have compared McKinnon when it comes to competitive and will get in your face if mm-hmm. you are not doing what you're supposed to do. He is like Manning and he is yeah. like Tulowitzki. Right. Very similar to both of those guys. Interesting. I mean, I don't know how I don't even think you covered Troy. Not no, I I haven't been around Tulowitzki. Troy could run right. really really hot. Hmm. But ultra competitive. Yeah. I love dudes that are willing to lay it all out there and would never ask you to do something that they wouldn't haven't already done. McKinnon will get into a fight. Oh, totally. Yep. It's McKinnon. McKinnon is all about the moment. I mean, I, think about this. When you look at stars, Gretzky's not getting into a fight. He has McSorley next to him. Of course. Okay. And, and Marlon Mew would not get into a fight. I mean, he, he would, but McKinnon's the type that would say, let's throw it on our gloves. Let's go. 
Yeah. Lemieux, maybe a little bit. Ovechkin, no. No. I mean, I can think of a lot of guys who aren't. I mean, Sackick, he's not going to throw down his gloves. He would have, if he, if he had to, if he had to, he would. But McKinnon would, would willingly say, he, McKinnon would throw down his gloves first. That's the simplest way to put it. Sackick would throw down his gloves after somebody threw his gloves down. McKinnon would throw him down first. Yeah. And I like him in a street fight, by the way, too. I mean, he's because of because of that sheer competitiveness. Yeah. He's uh he's a he's a dude worth the price of admission. I mean to watch him work. If the story is true, coming from Nikita Zadorov, that if you pass the puck poorly in practice, he would take the puck and fire it back at you. I just think that's awesome. That's according to Zadorov. Right. Um, I, I have no reason. I mean, th- there are two, there are two types of guys. Who, who would you rather fight? Would you rather fight the guy who is six, four built like a house, all bricks, totally tough, tatted out, bald head, you know, wearing a biker jacket. And you know, just by <laughs> looking at you, he can knock you out. Him looking at you, he can knock you out. Or would you rather fight the little crazy guy? who really has the potential to bite off your ear. No, the the word crazy changes everything. It does, because with crazy, there are no rules. Yeah, there are no rules. When you have the big guy, he's just going to keep punching you in the face. Yeah, because he knows he can kick your ass. But he's not going to punch you below the belt because he doesn't feel he needs to. Right. The crazy guy will. That's the guy I don't want any part of. I would rather just take my beating like a man than literally have my finger chewed off. I hear you, man. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? Is it appropriate for the Lakers to unveil an in-season tournament banner to honor their championship? (laughs) And this local school is going back to play in the national championship game where they lost last year. That's all next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Tomorrow, there's a police evidence auction featuring comic books, collectibles, iPhones, Samsung Galaxy phones, gym equipment, electronics, and more. The bidding is open right now at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at argonautliquor.com. The Lakers will unveil 
a unique NBA in-season tournament banner to honor their 2023 in-season tournament championship. It will be a single forever banner hung on December 18th, where future dates will be added should the franchise win additional in-season tournament titles in the future. Uh, is it appropriate for the Lakers to hang a championship banner for winning the in-season tournament? Well, I don't know about appropriate. I certainly don't care. If this was the Memphis Grizzlies, if this was the Atlanta Hawks, if this was a team that had never won a title before. The Orlando Magic. That's one thing. You are talking about one of the most storied franchises in NBA history with tons of banners of championships, tons of retired numbers, and you're putting that up? How far has your organization fell if you're putting that up there? Don't ever put up anything that will be chuckled at. You know, it's the Lakers, damn it. That's right. I mean, you're, you're sitting I mean. there and you're you're in the facility and you're looking at all of these things and it's washing over you, the history of this team. And, you know, then you get to the in-season tournament. Uh, to me, that would elicit a chuckle. Ridiculous. Please. All right, just in case you missed it, undefeated number one ranked Colorado School of Mines football earned a spot in the Division II National Championship game for the second straight year with a blowout win over number four Cutstown Saturday in Golden. Uh, the Ore Diggers rode three John Matoka touchdowns through the air and two scores on the ground to a 35-7 win. So Mines will travel to McKinney, Texas to play Harding in the NCAA title game on Saturday after losing in the national championship game last year. Can Mines pull it off this season? Yeah, they can. You know they have 30 seniors on the roster. 30. And 17 of them are 6th-year seniors. Not 5th-year seniors. 6th-year seniors. 17. Look, Harding is the Air Force Academy of Division II football. They run the ball. They run the ball some more. And then they run it again. I don't think, short of the 14-14 halftime score in the quarterfinals that Mines against Central Washington, that Mines has even been challenged this season. A lot of times people think, well, that that's dangerous. You've never played in a game where you've really been pushed. I think it's more of a reflection of they're just better than everybody else okay. this year. Okay, so most of you know, and I'm going to say this to everybody here, Bruce, Alex, everybody here. I've covered the Bills. I've covered the Bears. I've covered the Broncos. Chiefs. And I've covered the Chiefs. One of those players I covered went to Coonstown State. And he is a Hall of Famer. For 20 bucks, who is it? I know who it is. Damn! You do? Uh, I was at the game, and I was doing some research. Yeah, you Andre gotta, Reed. You, Andre oh, Reed. I mean, are you kidding? That, that That's almost Well, that'll be part easy. of your Christmas bonus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, and former Bronco John Mobley also. He is. That's exactly right. The pride of Coonstown State. Yep. Is, is it pronounced Coonstown? Or Cuts, did you, did you uh, Cutstown. 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 Andre Reed. Yeah. Another small school Yeah, NFL but, but, but one with a really pretty good... Athletic history. There, there are some really recognizable names that have come from Cutstown State. Who went to Southwest Missouri State? Is that Rod Smith? It's Rod Smith. Yeah. There was no money on the line for that. What about Shannon it's Sharp? It's now Missouri State, by the Shannon way. Shannon Sharp was Savannah State, I think. I think that is correct. Yeah. Where did Walter Payton go to school? Jack Jackson? No. Is it Jack? No, Morgan. 
Jackson. Jackson. I knew it was one of the two. Jackson State. Yeah, Jackson State. You yeah. know anybody else who came from Jackson State? Uh, did Deion Sanders coach there? Shadur Sanders. By the way, I think Shadur Sanders on his on his Twitter. Hold on. Shadur Sanders. I believe this is interesting. And this was as of a couple days ago. Um, I believe he has Jackson State on his Twitter feed, not Colorado. In what capacity? Let me see. Hold on. Shadur Sanders. Um, let's see. Where is this? I'll find it in a second. Oh, yeah. Somebody want to look that up? Danny, you're not doing anything. He's working on his swing. Uh, Danny said he's not that active on Twitter, so he just probably hasn't updated his bio for the past year. Because he's too busy driving his Bentley. And getting parking tickets. There you go. Well, and he's probably also convalescing. Yeah. More than anything else. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm I'm sure he's still creaking to get out of bed every morning. Like Walter Payton used to do. Like Walter Payton used to do with his offensive line. He used to buy them like Rolexes. I think Shadur Sanders might be able to buy his entire offensive line Rolex. Yeah. Actually, they'll be donated. Probably. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, that was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, they always have great specials. It is Hanukkah right now. All kosher wines are 15% off. You can find them off of Colfax. Order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. You can order on their app as well. That is going to do it for us. Everybody, great job today. Bruce, you were simply marginal. Marginal. Yeah. And I did worse again. Yeah. How come you're always better than me? Well, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Make it the best possible day you can.